Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Would you be the jerk for refusing to go to a friend's wedding solely because it's a dry wedding on New Year's Eve? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for telling my sister I don't care what her dad wants? I, 25-year-old female, have a sister, 15-year-old female, who's my mom's daughter with her second husband. My mom married my sister's dad when I was 8, just a few months after my dad died. My parents' marriage was over pretty much when he died. I'm almost positive she was with my sister's dad before my dad died, and before the marriage was basically over, but their marriage was crappy, so maybe it doesn't matter. Not sure dad would have even cared at the point when he died. They weren't good together. My mom's husband slash sister's dad is my stepdad, but really he's my mom's husband. I'm not close to him. I don't have much to say about him. I think he can be a jerk, but he's good to my mom and good to my sister and brother, 12-year-old male. He would have adopted me and been good to me, but he's not someone I would have wanted to be adopted by, if I wanted to be adopted. It's a lot about him as a person and his views and stuff he says about people, and somewhat about him not being so great about my dad after he and my mom got married, but I digress. My sister knows I don't really have much of a relationship with her dad. I do the bare minimum, and if mom died tomorrow or they divorced tomorrow, I wouldn't remain in touch with him. He knows it. Mom knows it. My siblings at least pick up on it. I gave my son a name that honors not just my dad, but my aunts and uncles and grandparents too. It's a name that connects to the family as a whole, but gives him his own identity, and is also a name we, my husband and myself, love. After my son was born, my sister made some comments that I should have honored her dad in his name somehow. I told her that wasn't something we wanted to do, but she could always do in the future if she wanted. She did not let it drop. She mentioned it every time I saw her for the next month. When I didn't give in and add a different middle name or change his name completely, she told me her dad was upset that we honored my dad and his side of the family, but didn't honor him at all. I told her again she could always do it. I told my mom and her husband they needed to speak to my sister and tell her to stop mentioning it, and I told them to stop letting my sister know he hates not being honored. They didn't listen, and just before Christmas, my sister came over to tell me yet again that her dad wanted to be honored in my son's name, and hates that he wasn't and that he feels hurt. I told her I don't care what her dad wants, he's not my dad and I honored my dad and my paternal family, and that's my right when my son is mine and my husband's child. I told her to honor her own dad when she has kids, if she wants. She got really upset and told me I should care about what her dad wants because he's been my dad too since I was 8 and I shouldn't dismiss him so easily. Am I the jerk? I think OP's pretty clearly not the jerk here. They don't owe anything to this person to include their name in their child's name and it's also not like they aren't around anymore. It's kind of weird when they're trying to force their name into this when you're honoring somebody that's not even with you anymore. Like, maybe they'd have a sliver more of an argument if their dad wasn't still around. 
Isn't that like a big part of including somebody's name and honoring them? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my father's daughter's foster parents that they can't force me and my siblings to play pretend? My father's daughter, four, went into foster care in July slash August after my father and her mother, my aunt, died. I, 18-year-old male, along with my siblings, 20-year-old female, 22-year-old male, and 23-year-old female, did not have a relationship with either of them after we learned they started an affair while our mom was undergoing cancer treatment. She discovered the betrayal halfway through her treatment, and she filed for divorce while she was going through so much. She also disowned her sister and told her she never wanted to see or hear from her again. None of us met their daughter, but when our father and aunt passed away this past summer, we were contacted twice. Once to inform us of the death that happened in another state, and a second time to hear their child was in foster care, and questioning if any of the family would take her. We all said no. None of us wanted to establish contact or a relationship with her. Early December, my oldest sister and I both got messages on Facebook from someone claiming to be fostering our father's daughter. She said she and her husband wanted to try and facilitate contact between her and her biological relatives, but that they also wanted her to hear stories about her parents. My sister responded, and I ignored the message. All she said was, thanks for thinking of us, but we weren't interested and we had no contact with our father or aunt prior to death due to a difficult family situation, and she would appreciate if they could respect that and leave us alone. She was polite in her rejection, but was also clear. She got three more messages until she blocked them. Then I got two. Our other two siblings don't have social media, so we're harder to reach. But the last one I got basically said we were all monsters and we could at the very least look beyond a difficult family dynamic and give their child some nice stories and memories and feelings about the parents she won't remember. That she's innocent and deserves that connection. I was tired of the pushy nature of the messages at that point and I responded that they can't force me and my siblings to play pretend and act like we all have good things to say about either parent, and would they really want her to grow up hearing how much her parents are despised? She responded back that I did not have to be so rude and did not have to take this out on her. She said they were trying to look out for their foster daughter like they do for all their foster kids. Am I the jerk? I'm sorry, but this foster parent clearly is thick in the head they just don't understand no means no, that they absolutely despise the human beings that were her parents, that they don't have an ounce of good stories to tell, that, you know, trying to force them to even come up with something, maybe trying to force them to relive trauma that they just don't even want to entertain? Opie's clearly not the jerk. Our next story is, am I the jerk my wife didn't come to my dad's funeral? So, my dad died. I asked my wife if she'd come to the funeral, but wasn't surprised she didn't come because she didn't know him too much and she said she had to work. This was fine with me. I went there with my daughter. While we were still at the funeral, my wife finished work. She texted me if I was still at the funeral. I said yes. She then texted me, nice that you asked me if I would come after work. She obviously meant the funeral. I came home and she's angry with me. I didn't ask her if she'd want to come after work. I said to her she could have decided herself if she wanted to come after work. On another funeral, she also decided she would come, and I didn't ask her for that. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. One, so am I the jerk? This one is kind of bizarre because this feels like the kind of thing that a partner would realize, oh, this is your dad's funeral. I probably should try to be there or volunteer myself to be there. I feel like a lot of partners would go out of their way to make sure that they didn't even have to work on that day. Needless to say, it's pretty out of touch and cruel of her to be yelling or upset at OP for not inviting them to their dad's funeral when it's probably something that should just be expected and advocated for by her. If it got to the point where OP went there alone and she had to ask afterwards after work, did she really want to anyways? Our next story is, am I the jerk for the meltdown I had on Christmas Day which caused my dad's wife to cry? The background starts with my mom dying. I, 17-year-old female, was 11, and my sisters were 16 and 18. Our dad met his second wife a couple of years later when I was 13. The expectations for my relationship with her and my sisters were very different. My sisters were expected to be civil, but if they weren't close, it was no big deal. But almost everyone, minus my sisters and minus my mom's family, expected me to see my dad's wife as some second mother or maternal or paternal figure. They got married when I was 14. My dad's wife wanted me to divide Mother's Day between my sisters and maternal side with her. My sisters were not expected to do the same, but she would say she wanted to celebrate the day with her kid. She signed us up for mother-daughter things. She would get hurt when I didn't want to go and would never ask my sisters. I asked her before why she expected me to do these things with her, but she never invited my sisters. She said she was raising me and wanted to be a mother presence in my life, but they were grown. I told her and my dad on separate occasions that I didn't want or need and wouldn't accept someone else into that kind of figure. I was ignored. I had a small run-in with my sisters when dad was getting married because I said he shouldn't and they said he should be allowed to move on and mom would want him happy. When I explained what was going on, they realized why I was feeling that way. They tried talking to dad, but it did no good. 
My dad's side of the family would all make comments that I was lucky to have another mother figure, or how I don't seem to give her the care and consideration she deserves. They would ask why I seemed to spend no time with her of my own free will, or why I was never loving toward her. My dad told me I should show her more love and affection, and he told me I made her feel left out when I didn't tell her stuff, or when I made plans with others but not her. I know some people would love to have someone like this in their lives, but I want the same relationship my sisters have with her. But more is expected. So Christmas Day came and everyone was at our house for Christmas, minus my mom's family. My dad and his wife gave me a card from my parents and my sisters got them with dad and his wife. Then when it became time for family photos, we got one with the three of us and dad, but then my grandparents wanted me in the family one with my dad and his wife but my sisters weren't expected to be in it. I tried to step out, and my dad's wife said it wasn't a family photo without their kid. This was the point where I lost it, and I told her I am not her kid, she is not my mother figure, that she is dad's wife, just like she is to my sisters, and I want it to be that way. I said I do not love her and hate how they all treat her like she suddenly became a parent to me. My sisters were on my side, but my dad was furious and his wife cried and cried harder as I continued. Am I the jerk? 100% OP's not the jerk and I've heard a lot of stories similar to this. The bottom line is, when you step in as a step-parent and you try to immediately force yourself into being new mom or new dad, I feel like most of the time chances are it's not going to work out. It has to just be a natural thing and you have to accept that the kid may never accept you in that way. But you can't like go into it trying to announce this title and declaration to them and expect them to just latch onto it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not repaying my friend $18 for pizza? So yesterday I got a text from my friend, let's call him John. He was like, hey, can you send me $18 for the pizza? To which I responded, when did we order pizza? John responds with, the pizzas I cooked at board games night. Now to preface this, one, he offered to make pizza and host board games, which he decided to do on his own accord, and two, did not ask anyone for money for doing so beforehand or say it would cost money. So with a bit of conversation back and forth, since I've never had anyone ask me for money for a home-cooked meal, he said he was asking for money since I asked him for money for fish and chips. Now, the fish and chips were not home cooked, and it has always been the case that we pay for ourselves at a restaurant or fast food slash takeout, and I would expect to give him money if it was the other way around. I mentioned this to him and he said he sees it differently, quote, a meal for a meal. I then asked if he's requested $18 off any of our other friends, which he said no, so I said this is unfair and he's changing how we usually handle these sorts of situations, and specifically is targeting me for some reason, and he said it was because the other friends will bring drinks and smokes etc and share it with him, which I do not, to which I responded, well I don't drink or smoke, and also I've never charged you for a home cooked meal. Then some angry messages were sent my way and we have not spoken. I can send him $18, it's not about the money, it's just how he's handled the situation, is singling me out and especially charging me after the fact which has never happened before and is not normal behavior. Am I the jerk for not giving my friend $18 for a home cooked pizza? 
I don't think OP's the jerk here, and I think the real issue comes down to expectation. If they proposed to you beforehand to help pay for this pizza that they were cooking, and they got an okay from you, that's one thing. But for him to invite you over and serve home-cooked pizza, there's no expectation that you have to pay. And in fact, if I were an OP's position, I would be seriously considering typing up a well-written message explaining to the other friends what's going on and try to get their opinion on it. I would just be doing that hoping to trigger the shame factor that this guy has for asking for 18 bucks for a home-cooked pizza. Not only is it ridiculous that he's asking OP for that money, but the $18 sounds like the price of all of the ingredients for a home-cooked pizza. It doesn't even sound like they're asking OP for like half of it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for stealing back a hat from nephew he stole from my wife? Had a birthday party for my wife at friend's house. She got a gag gift birthday baseball cap. Lots of people attended, 20 plus friends and family. Went to pack up to leave house a few days later. Couldn't find hat. Week or more go by and we visit nephew's 12 to 13 year old home to see his parents. Wife sees specified ball cap on his dresser and tells me, We don't tell anyone and go back next day, and I steal it back without anyone knowing. Except the nephew knows I took it back. No, he didn't say a word to me though. He knows it's gone because he mumbled to himself, where's my hat? And was pacing, trying not to be obvious he was looking for it, acting all nice and weirdly to us. I heard him in his room moving stuff as well as mumbling something about my hat. Am I the jerk for letting him sweat? Or should I tell his parents even though, well, you know, my kid wouldn't yada 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 or he'll deny it and nothing happens or he'll admit it and nothing happens and it's getting worse and worse. Should I tell parents at all? I'm just in the camp of dang this is a crappy situation and one day the police are going to be the ones telling dad that his son's in juvenile, not myself. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Telling him that he stole, peace. Well, I don't think OP's the jerk here. I think if they don't want to say or they do say, either way, they're not going to be the jerk. Honestly, if I were in OP's position, as long as you got the hat, especially considering OP kind of expressed there seems to be a lot of history going on here, I'd probably be left feeling like, maybe for the best I just stay out of this drama and stress and just move on. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister's fiancé that she can't have kids? I, 18-year-old female, have a 34-year-old sister. My sister has one son from a previous marriage, but after giving birth, the hospital found a tumor in her chest. She had gotten it removed, but she lost a lung in the process. Now, on to the problem. After a messy divorce, my sister found a man that's much younger than she is. He's young, so he wants to have a lot of children, plus he comes from a culture where children are a major factor in marriage. He says he wants at least three kids. At first, I thought after a while of dating, my sister would tell her partner that she can't give birth without major risks. She could literally die. She never did. Now they're planning the wedding. When me and my other siblings confronted her, she said that she's willing to take the risk and that she wants more kids. 
I don't agree with this because if she dies, she leaves behind her already living son. So when my family was having dinner this Christmas, I decided to bring up my sister's surgery and the risk of getting pregnant. She left soon after cursing me out and yelling that I'm a liar. Her fiancé yelled at me, saying that surgery isn't something I should lie about, and how an immature teen doesn't understand what the risk of pregnancy is. My siblings agree with me mentioning it, but my parents think that I should have never have said anything. Am I the jerk? Edit. Hi, I'm getting a lot of questions about certain information I forgot to share. My family all know that he doesn't know. My sister asked us to help her hide it and told us. We know there is a high chance she probably dies from giving birth. A doctor explained it and told us the risk after her surgery and advised my sister to find alternative ways. My sister and her fiancé have been together for almost four years now. My sister does have other underlying things like diabetes as well as a problem with her heart. I don't know the name of the problem, but I know she has it, which is why she almost died during her surgery. She had also almost died giving birth to my nephew. I had never told her she can't have kids. I'm sorry the title is wrong. I had thought can't and shouldn't meant the same thing in English. Me and my family have told her that she should tell him, but she's pushing it off. I don't want to ruin their relationship, but she should tell him because of the risk. I know she only wants a family because he wants a family. She'd explain that to us when we asked her to tell him. My sister is amazing. She just didn't tell him. I worry about her dying from birth. I mean, when you're in a situation where you do genuinely care about your sibling and you don't want to see them make a mistake that can blow up both in their relationship and, you know, in the fact that they might not be here anymore, can you really be the jerk for having that moment of just going out there and saying it? Just on a human level, I don't think I could fault OP for that, even if they wanted to hide it. I mean, that's a crappy thing to do to try to hide that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my niece wear white at my wedding? My partner and I are getting married in February. On Christmas Day, my soon-to-be sister-in-law asked if her five-year-old daughter could wear a white dress to the wedding. She told me it was in a shop front in our local shopping center. I was so stunned I didn't really respond either way. Afterwards, I told my partner and he said he would speak to his sister. Today, I saw the dress and it's basically a wedding dress? Big and white tulle skirt with a detailed floral lace body. This is after she asked us to order her daughter a flower crown so that she can have flowers to match mine. She isn't a flower girl. We aren't having any bridal party as part of our day. Am I the jerk for wanting to tell her no and refusing to get her a flower crown? I don't think OP's the jerk here, and it definitely sounds like they're trying to weasel them into being flower girl or at least appearing to be so. I mean, maybe it's innocent enough with just the white dress, but with the flower crown and everything, I feel like there's more going on here. And even in general, if OP didn't want them wearing white just on principle, it's their wedding. This next story is, am I the jerk for kicking my daughter out of my house for being pregnant? I, 45-year-old female, have a 27-year-old daughter. She has six kids between the ages of 10 to 11 months. There are three different fathers, she receives child support from two of them, and she's still with the third one and they have been for five years. My daughter works part-time, and her fiancé is a chef full-time. They've lived with us for the past year and a half due to getting evicted from their last home. The kids in them have our upstairs bedrooms, there's two, but that's still crowded for six children. They are constantly asking me for help with phone bills. 
My husband and I have asked for no rent so they'd be able to save money to get a home, which I do not believe they were doing. I have to put up with loud voices throughout all hours and waking up at different hours to cater to children because I love my grandchildren. I never complain to my daughter because I believe family is very important. It's just that my children are all grown up. My youngest moved out four years ago and my husband and I had hopes to remodel. We didn't expect them to be living here this long. On Christmas Eve, my daughter gathered us all around and announced they were pregnant with baby number seven. Everyone was all excited, but I felt dread. That would mean another child in our house with not much room. I looked over at my husband and could tell he felt the same. We discussed later and decided we were going to have to ask them to move out. Last night at dinner, I brought it up to my daughter and her boyfriend and we told them they have two months to find a place because we cannot have another child here. My daughter started crying, saying she couldn't believe I'd throw her to the streets for having a baby, that this was completely unfair and not enough time. I told her I was sorry. It was painful for me as well, but these living conditions were impossible. She demanded I give her more time or she'd go to the courts, and I told her newsflash, the courts only give you 30 days. She then said my grandchildren were going to be homeless because I was selfish. She made a Facebook post asking for rooms to rent because she's pregnant and has nowhere to go and her family don't give a crap about her. Am I the jerk? OP's not the jerk here. This isn't kicking their kid and their grandchildren out. This is asking an adult who has had plenty of experience having children up to this point to actually be accountable for their children and their family. As much as anybody may want to lay onto OP or argue that they didn't do a good enough job in raising their kid or something, I don't think you can argue that OP is the jerk in the situation regardless. Our next story is, am I the jerk for receiving racist abuse from my in-laws or being overly sensitive? I am black Caribbean and my wife is white. Having evening drinks, my white father-in-law proclaims that in his opinion, he should be free to use the N-word and the P-word because they call themselves that. I walked out. I would like to think that I did it gracefully, but I was pretty angry. Later in the evenings, my wife's other family members suggested that if my wife went away alone on a holiday, they would need to come and look after our two teenage children. I was not trusted to look after them on my own. Furthermore, they gave me the advice that I need to work harder in the house. I'm a middle-aged professional, working two to three jobs, including running my own business. I earn about 200,000 British pounds a year. I work 72 plus hours a week. I told them I worked hard enough. I am angry that they have applied two classic racist tropes, that black people are bad fathers and that black people are lazy. I've had overt racism from the father and then covert racism from the rest. My wife is angry that I've made stuff up and that I'm oversensitive. Am I oversensitive or am I the victim? I don't know if it's just because she grew up around these people that she doesn't understand what's going on here, but OP's definitely not the jerk and definitely not oversensitive. It's quite appalling how they're treating OP. Like they can't even just like put on a pretend facade when OP's around or involved. And for your partner not to notice it, that's alarming too. Our next story is, would I be the jerk for not allowing my dying cousin to walk down the aisle? My 27-year-old female, cousin 23-year-old female, was diagnosed with leukemia and is not doing well. I feel terrible for her, but I was never close to her growing up. We grew up in different countries. I'm getting married in March 2024. My aunt came over two weeks ago to discuss something. 
She wants me to let my cousin walk down the aisle with her dad before I walk. I don't feel comfortable with this because, yes, it's sad that she won't get to experience this, but isn't it my day to shine? My aunt says that I'm being selfish for not doing this. She spoke to my parents about this and they don't seem too happy. My in-laws are not pleased too, but they still want me to decide. My fiancé doesn't feel comfortable too. My aunt brought my cousin to my place to discuss it last week. Cousin cried saying she wanted to walk down the aisle and that I should let her. I told her it was my wedding day so it was not right for her to take over. She then called me selfish and a bridezilla for not caring about her. Like I said, we were never close, so I don't know why she's trying to do this on my wedding day. I told her I needed more time to think, so she's on Instagram posting cryptic stuff, obviously attacking me. I talked to my friends for non-biased opinions and they were divided. Some want me to allow her to walk down the aisle because she would never get to experience that and I'll be doing something nice. Would I be the jerk if I say no? I don't think OP's the jerk here. This is really conflicting, but like, if they want to have something nice, go out of their way and have the aunt organize an event solely for the cousin, and then they can do all of the things they want to do. It's just not fair to try to put this weight and burden on OP and what should be their special day, regardless of circumstance. This next story is, am I the jerk for last minute declining to go to a friend's wedding that is dry on New Year's Eve? My buddy, 33-year-old male, is getting married to a girl that our friend group is not in love with. He loves her though, so we support him. We've known for months this was a New Year's Eve wedding. I RSVP'd yes months ago with my wife. Several friends and I operated under the assumption that there would be booze at the wedding, especially considering it's on New Year's Eve. Well, I found out yesterday that it's a dry wedding. Turns out it's because of his fiance and her family. I asked my wife if she knew this and said no and was ticked. I texted the groom buddy and asked. He confirmed this. I told him this is something you should have told us a long time ago. I told him that wife and I wouldn't be going. We want to spend the night drinking. I texted the rest of my friends about this and oh boy, the group chat went off. This led to several more people backing out. This is not how a bunch of us expected to spend New Year's Eve. Really, the ones that didn't back out are the four members of our 12-person group that are in the wedding. Groom buddy reached out to me and went off. Pretty much he's now overspending on catering. He's having 20-ish less guests show up than planned and this is all last minute. I've been called a jerk among other things for leading the charge and people not going to the wedding. Am I the jerk? So first off, I must admit that I'm biased, that I don't really drink. So I've never been of the opinion that I need drinks to go through any party or event. The last few New Year's Eve things I've gone to, I didn't drink anything, I drink non-alcoholic stuff. I've just never really understood the mindset of you need drinks at certain events or else it's completely not worth it. That said, I understand that you're upset if you're told last second that it is going to be a dry wedding. It is the kind of thing that you should tell your guests beforehand. I mean, bottom line here, this is your buddy's wedding that you did RSVP to. You could show up just for the important stuff and then shove off somewhere else if you really want to get drunk that badly. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to babysit a special needs stepnephew? I, 24-year-old female, recently moved to the same city as my brother. My brother has my niece Olivia, 10-year-old female, with his late wife. He's been married for two years to Kate, who has a kid from a previous relationship, Tim, 7-year-old male. Tim is autistic. 
Tim alternates one week with his dad and another with my brother and Kate. I agree to babysit Olivia today while my brother and Kate run some errands for five to six hours. Tim was supposed to be with his dad. The night before, Kate called and asked me to watch Tim as well as there was some emergency at his dad's and he dropped Tim off at her place. Kate said Tim would be fine just watching some movies and then a nap. As long as I stick to this routine, there should be no problem. She would provide the movies and the snacks he was comfortable to eat. The thing was, I planned to take Kate to a cafe she told me she wanted to visit. It was supposed to be a surprise. Having to stay home with Tim would greatly change the flow of our day. In addition, I've met Tim like twice and don't know him well. I have no experience with special needs kids and didn't think I was equipped to look after one. Due to these reasons, I refused to babysit Tim. I told him I could only take Olivia, as previously agreed. My brother and Kate called me the jerk for not helping out. They told me an extra kid cost me almost nothing, while their only other option was to bring Tim to Kate's mom who can't drive and lives almost an hour away. They still brought Olivia over and we had a great time. They picked up Olivia two hours later than they were supposed to, and Tim was crying. My brother and Kate said all this could have been prevented had I just helped out because Tim would be relaxing at my place instead of stuck in traffic and getting cranky. I just told them emergencies happen, and I really was not ready to be their plan B. Kate called me playing favorites and not seeing Tim as my family. Am I the jerk? OP's definitely not the jerk here. If you're uncomfortable taking care of this kid and looking after this kid, you can't be the jerk for saying no. You didn't know the kid, the kid has special needs, and probably does need some kind of extra care. OP just wasn't ready or comfortable with that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.